This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. For all you foodies out there, I'm unwrapping a McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Ooh, look at this steak. And the juice running down the side. Got a little bit on the wrapper here. Mm. And then the fluffy egg. And real cheese folded over the side, looking just so good. Mm-mm. Grilled onions and a butter bagel, too. Thumbs up for McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel for breakfast. Love it. Mm. I participate in McDonald's. Hey, it's Jay Zawoski. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the I'm Fat Podcast. Before we begin, wanted to let everybody know about my new Blackhawks book coming out on November 10th. It's called The Big 50, The Men and Moments That Made the Chicago Blackhawks. The forward is written by David Boland, the hero of the 2013 Stanley Cup final. If you're interested in getting a copy, it's available at all traditional booksellers, but I encourage you to support local bookshops, especially in this difficult time. Go to bookshop.org or bookiesbookstores.com to order your copy of The Big 50, The Men and Moments That Made the Chicago Blackhawks by me, Jay Zawoski, out November 10th from Triumph Books. Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. <laughs> Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast. I am Rick Camp alongside Jay Zawoski. Jay, it has cooled down this week, but we are close to a very dangerous time on the fat calendar when all fats start thinking of the joy that is hoodie and jeans season, but we are right upon the needing to try on the jeans part of this season, which can be very treacherous for fats and really normies alike. I'm happy to say I have worn jeans uh, three of the last four days. I'm just sort of trying to will the cooler weather here. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, I did a lot of work around the house and immediate regret with the jeans. Just like, oh, (laughs) hoping I were cleaning the bedroom. I'm like, I just got to take my pants off. This is ridiculous. I'm so sweaty and hot. But Did it become a crop preserver situation? (laughs) Absolutely. I slapped that crop (laughs) preserver on there right in front of her, too. Like, what do you think of this? Not much. I don't think much of that at all, husband. (laughs) Thank you for asking. Uh, hey, we're very easy to get a hold of. Uh, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at I'm Fat Pod, I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. Check out our T Public shop, uh, all sorts of I'm Fat Podcast merchandise there. We're also on Patreon at I'm Fat Pod. To make it really simple for you guys, uh, in all of our social media bios, there's a link tree link, and you can find all of our stuff on our link tree. Link, it's like linktr.ee slash I'm fat pod. It will take you anywhere you need to go in the world of the I'm fat podcast. Super simple. It's in the bio of all of our social media profiles. So we've got a lot to get to this week, Rick. I have, uh, it is an important week in the world of, uh, hibernating bears. Uh, I have a story from Rosangelo's, uh, 
Chipotle's bringing wait, wait, back from a favorite. Where? From where? Ro- Rosan- did I say Rosangelo's? Yes, you did. Damn it. My parents Bite are infiltrating my brain. <laughs> Rosangelo's. Uh, my favorite place in the world. And uh, Chipotle's bringing back a fan favorite. I had lunch with a special friend. And uh, on the subject of fall, I have a, a hot take about a fall food item. But we need to start with where we left off last week. You and I accepted the challenge mm-hmm. of trying the new KFC special recipe fries. I did it basically as soon as the show ended. <laughs> I think you had them today. Yes. So as they're fresher in your mind and in your mouth, why don't you start with your review of KFC special recipe French fries? Uh, overall, I like them. I'm not over the moon about them, but I think they're good. If I was to compare them to like uh, texture wise to another fry, it would be the old Wendy's fries. Before they went like sea salt and natural cut when it was, and maybe, or actually, eh, maybe the current Burger King fry is a better comp, where the outside is pronounced, it is there, and it goes for the fluffier inside. So, overall, fine with the texture, the seasoning. I see where, um, I know one thing you mentioned to me after you tried them, in terms of the salt level, I can understand that. I think I have a slightly higher tolerance for it, but I did notice they they push towards a little bit of salty. And that was a little iffy for me, but the seasonings were fine. I could maybe use them just being a little more heavy-handed in using uh, any seasonings that are on there because it wasn't bland by any means, but considering the way it's billed, I was kind of hoping for a little more oomph from them. But it's not like I would not have them again. I just don't know that I would actively say, you know what, I'm going to eat their chicken so that I can get the fries. That's a really good way to put it. And I really did like the texture. And like you said, I was a little bit disappointed in the flavor profile because when they said special recipe, I thought there was going to be the herbs and spices in the fries a little bit, or at least like a nod to the herbs and spices Mm -hmm. because the special recipe is how they sell the KFC chicken. So that wasn't there. I liked the texture very much. It was almost like a double fried um standard cut it wasn't crinkle cut or anything like that or waffle cut just a standard french fry but double fried good crunch but man i i have a high salt tolerance i was tasting salt long after i had finished the fries and i think that it might have been an error in preparation i think they may have maybe the spot i got got hit with the salt shaker Mm -hmm. more directly than the others or they salted my box because maybe they forgot to <laughs> shut up you're an idiot <laughs> maybe they forgot to put salt on the fries while they were in the warmer yeah uh, but they were made fresh for me and they were tasty i just got man mine were so salty i think in the video you see me take a bite like oh that's good and crunchy oh that's salty like i have the realization almost immediately so i think worth another try but here's the thing for me kfc the best part of kfc is their mashed potatoes and gravy So I don't know when I'm going to order, like when I would opt to order the fries over the mashed potatoes. It feels like almost never. I mean, you could get both. I could dip the fries in the mashed potatoes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of starch, but I'm here for lots of starch. (laughs) Well, you're talking to the the creator of the spaghetti sandwich. When I was a child, I would would put spaghetti between garlic bread and call it dinner. And I'm like, wow, why am I getting fat? No idea. No, I think see? I told you about my mom's policy on like the the following things are healthy: crackers, 
cheese bread like I, I she i don't know what her her philosophy was for why like a healthy snack for her would be like me eating 10 slices of cheese okay and i'm like well i don't understand i'm eating healthy snacks i'm right Dairy's putting healthy. on weight at a, at a very fast pace yeah whatever she still she still has the same policies by the way did you see the person that i i forget if i saw where i saw it if it was facebook or twitter that posted the video of like their uh spaghetti pizza where they essentially like gutted a pizza and just slapped a bunch of spaghetti in there no but that's a crime against humanity why yeah, would you it do that was, it was very concerning just get spaghetti yes exactly i i don't know what that accomplishes i don't either and it was it was a little unnerving yeah uh speaking of that i saw a video today of a woman in a knicks game dipping her chicken tender in her soda hmm yeah, I didn't know what to make of that. Like, she was caught on the uh, mm. Jumbotron, and she was very, very embarrassed to be caught in such a moment. She's got a Pepsi cup. You should be. Well, there it is, too. It's a Pepsi cup. <laughs> she just but she dips it and takes a bite, and then realizes that she's on camera and is horrified. My secret's out to the world. <laughs> Everybody knows now that I do this. What's, uh, what's more embarrassing? Being caught dipping your chicken tenders into a cola... Or that the fact that you're exposed for drinking Pepsi. I don't, I don't know your hatred for Pepsi. That's weird. I, I, I guess it's not true hatred, but I just don't understand. I'm I, I'm trying to think if there's anybody I know who prefers Pepsi or Pepsi products over Coke products. Uh, I'm sure there are. I'm not one of them. Mm -hmm. I'm much more like I could take either and be happy. Okay. Uh, I will say fountain Pepsi sucks. Yes, it does. Like oh going my to God, it does. Yeah, like Taco Bell, KFC, all the... And I feel like more restaurants than ever have shifted to Pepsi lately. Mm -hmm. I think it's maybe because it's it's got to be more cost effective. Yeah. But fountain Pepsi is not good. But if you're giving me a can of Pepsi and a can of Coke, I'm fine either way. I like them both. Interesting. Yeah, there's a little bit of a difference. I think Pepsi's maybe like a little bit sweeter. Mm-hmm. And I like it. I think it's fine. But I, if I have to choose, like if you said one's going away forever, I would pick Coke in a heartbeat. There'd be zero hesitation. Okay. You know, I don't think we were going to do this till a little later, but it just kind of works with what we just said. Organically, babe. Yeah. Or nice and organic. I, we got a question a couple weeks ago and kind of put it off, but I think it's a good spot to do it. Asking what our top five pops are. Oh. And All right. So top five pops and yes i said pop and i'm not saying soda it's pap. A, it's a it's a pap p-a-h-p -P. what's your favorite pap right and you have to have a sausage with a pap <laughs> of course that's a given that um, was of all words that was the word my dad chicago to the most was, was no was on sausage, sausage. he was a big s-a-h-s-a-g-e person you gotta dip your pop in your sausage and vice versa <laughs> um all right so a couple ground rules we're gonna lay that we had an off-the-air meeting mm -hmm. um these are going to be in the canned uh you know in the canned situation yeah. so we don't have the variants of restaurant because obviously mcdonald's coke is superior to every other coke we're going with the canned variety so there's no variance on the product mm -hmm. question can okay. these be discontinued pops? Perhaps. Sure. Okay. I don't see why not. Then I have my number one, okay. and I challenge anyone who is from Chicago on the subject of pap and sausage <laughs> to argue with me on this. 
back in the day, Jewel or Jules, if we're mm-hmm. gonna stick with the theme, had their own brand of pop. Yes. The Jewel Cream Soda came in a blue can. That was the best pop in the world. The best cream soda ever. That stuff is the goat pop, in my opinion. I actually, man, it's, I'm trying to think of the last time I, I had that, because I did have it a few times. I actually, uh, I disagree. <gasps> I, you know, I, I honestly hadn't thought of it, so it's, it's not in my top five, and that's just because I didn't think of it. But there are, I actually have, to spoil my list a little bit, I have two varieties of cream soda. Me too. <laughs> yes. This is perfect. Oh, my God. That's great. Uh, so, yeah, I have two varieties of cream soda. Neither are that one. All right. Should so, I just go down my list and then you do yours? Yes, is that how we're going to do yes. it? All right. Uh, number it. two, Diet Coke. Just, you know, uh, solid. Always there for you when you need it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number three and my second cream soda of the list, Barks Red Cream Soda. Absolutely fantastic. Tough yes. to find. Uh, Pompeii on Taylor Street has it in the fountain form. Barks Red Cream Soda is I, great. I miss so badly that it used to be at Happy House, the uh, Vienna Beef Hot Dog stand by my mom's house. Now the people that are running it do not have it. And they changed the name from Happy House to Happy Dog. Because, you know, they're not trying to take off of the last name or anything like that and just slap a new coat of paint on there and, you know, change the way they make some of the things. I'm not bitter at all, Jay. You you don't sound bitter. Not one bit. No. Uh, no number four for me is A&W Root Beer. Okay. My favorite of the Root Beers. I think they're all pretty good. And I've found that as I've gotten older in life, I've gotten a bigger appreciation for Barks. It's a little more of a nuanced flavor, mm-hmm. but I'll still give the nod to A&W. And then, for, again, number five, boring, Diet Pepsi. Eh, it's fine. Okay, I'll start. And you know, I'm a diet, diet pop guy. Right. I'll start at five and go to one. Uh, That's my a smart fi- way to do it. My five spot is always rotating. I feel like I'm a prisoner of the moment. At the moment, it's RC Cola. Solid. I, I really enjoy RC Cola, and one of the places that I had pizza from recently uh, they sell RC, and I hadn't had it for a while, and I was like, man, I forgot how good this is. Number four, now, mind you, I this hmm, this comes bottled. I don't think I've ever seen it in a can, but it's like next to everything bottled on the shelf or, or uh, canned yeah. on the shelf. You're in the spirit of the thing. Yes. IBC cream soda. Solid. Great it, pick. It's so good, and that's the one that I was drinking when I walked up to uh, get my car from getting an oil change because I, I brought my car down the street when I was living at my mom's and I was like 17 to get an oil change. And I walked back up with my bottle of IBC cream soda. That definitely looks like beer. If you just taken the label off the bottle. <laughs> so I got a couple weird looks uh, and I didn't realize why until I got home. My number three is just Coke. I enjoy Coke. Yeah, it, it is very good. The soda's good too. <laughs> my number two is the Barks Red Cream Soda nice. because it's so damn good. <laughs> so good. God, and it makes me, yeah, it gets me a little nostalgic thinking about Happy House. And like when I think of Barks Red Cream Soda, I'm either getting two jumbo dogs and a fry or I'm getting a pizza puff, a hot dog and a fry from the Vienna beef stand. So that's just like what that makes me think of. And number one, I'm not going to overthink it. Dr. Pepper is really effing good. Yeah, you're a Dr. Pepper guy. For Big sure. time. Yeah. 100%. Like, yeah, just 
I, although the varieties I'm not as big on. Like Dr. Pepper Cherry feels like you're just putting more of like one part of the flavor profile into it, and it just seems like too much. I get there are 23 of those things, but you don't need to emphasize one more than the others. Their cream soda is fine. Like it's 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 not bad by any stretch. I just still prefer traditional Dr. Pepper. Uh, are you a fan of the <laughs> the very famous Dr. Pepper knockoffs? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's the greatest. So one of the things, yeah, like I'm trying to think. I know there's like pictures if you just. I've got them all in here. Me and my friend Jill, my best friend Jill and I, we search for Dr. Pepper knockoffs and send them to each other. Yes. The one I believe it's from Meyer is Dr. Thunder. I think that was Walmart. Okay, maybe it was Walmart. Yeah, because I remember that. That was the first one that popped into my head. Obviously, like Mr. Pibb is. Mr. Pibb's really good. Like Mr. Like that's one of the things I actually really like about um, Fry the Coop is that they're actually a Mr. Pibb house. And I like every once in a while, Mr. Pibb, like as as just a you know way to switch it up. I'm here for it. Mr. Pibb sure. is good. Yeah, can't can't go wrong with Mr. Pibb. But I, I'm looking at the list here. There's just a few of them. Uh, Doctor Becker, Doctor okay. Perky. That's Dr. got Snap. a special ingredient in there. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Zevia, that's terrible. The Doctor, Dr. Fine Soda, Dr. Stripes, Dr. A Plus, Dr. Shasta. There's so many of them. They're just so funny. I I get my weed prescription from Dr. Shasta. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, uh, the knockoffs are great. So anytime you find one, this should be a new thing. If you're shopping, and you see a Dr. Pepper knockoff, you got to take a picture and tweet it at us yes. at I'm Fat Pod. Yes. That's oh, we got good. a breaking Blackhawks trade. Pew, pew, pew. Oh, really? No one cares. I'll talk about it in the Madhouse podcast. You can at least say say who it is. I'll act the like Blackhawks I know. acquired Brandon Peary again from the Why? Vegas Golden Knights. Why can they not trade for new people? <laughs> no, Ever. they can't. That's it. And they traded Dylan Secura, who played a thousand games and the puck never went in once. Um, how how I swear to God I have never seen this with any franchise in any sport. Bringing back old guys, all, all they—that's all they do. Yep, that's it. Okay, Bring back people you know. See, I know that about the Blackhawks. You're correct. <laughs> don't Your ask me. Correct. Don't ask me to name all six defensemen, but I know like th- at least three of them they've had at least once. Yes. Like Johnny Oduya, well, they're all gone now, but Brian yeah. Campbell came back twice. Oduya yep. came back twice. It's just, it is a very Blackhawks thing to do. Stan Bowman's waters don't run very deep. All and, right. Oh, um, and yes, I realized that I said they've had at least three. They've had at least three of them once. I know what I said, and I said what I said. <laughs> I said what I said, and I stand by it. Um, all right. Another big moment for fat culture is this week. It is Fat Bear Week mm-hmm. uh, on explore.org. If you want to go vote for the Fat Bear, in the fat bear bracket, it's explore.org slash fat dash bear dash week, a place to find good plump bears as they head into hibernation. There are some chonks on this website this year, man. There are some fat bears. I encourage you guys to go in and vote. I love looking. It's like one of my favorite things all year is to see the memes that come out of the just giant, yep. giant fat bears just getting ready, getting ready to pack it away for the winter. We went to um, Brookfield Zoo once, and they've got like a little hibernation window. Mm-hmm. So, in a, when it's the season for them to hibernate, you can actually like look at them 
hibernating it is the coolest thing ever i, I love bears they like i think they're the most interesting animals light them up interesting <laughs> animal draft <laughs> give me a platypus <laughs> give me a floaty potato aka a manatee <laughs> So here is Fat Bear Week on Explore.org. Uh, choose the fattest bear of the year. Fat Bear Week is an annual tournament celebrating the success of the bears at the Brooks River and Katmai. I hope I said that right. National Park from December thir- from September 30th to October 6th. Your vote decides who is the fattest bear. Matchups will be open for voting uh, 12, to 10, 12 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and here's how you participate. It's a single elimination tournament for each set of two bears. Vote for the one you think is fattest. Right now we've got, um, you know, this this one in the first round, it doesn't look very close to me. One looks kind of emaciated, actually. And maybe oh. that's just the world we're living in. But I just voted uh, Bear 1 up 37,082 to 6,693. Oh, boy. That's a, yeah, one, the emaci- that's a emaciated bear. <laughs> yeah, the emaciated bear not doing great <laughs> in more ways than one. It's also a really bad college mascot, <laughs> the emaciated bears. You know, I think Ted Washington should win this because I saw him at the Jewels buying sausages. <laughs> like, <laughs> take this whole thing entirely. We're going to do one entire podcast in the hardcore accent. Everybody will hate us by the end of it, including oh, yeah. ourselves. No doubt. I'm just yeah, looking ahead at the brackets, and there are some. One of the bears is actually named Chunk. That's awesome. Like, this is like. a lot. There's so much pub for Shark Week, and I get it. It's, you know, sharks are kind of cool, but I mean, these are fat bears. They're right there for you. They (laughs) could, in theory, just be trying to get some trash out of your garbage if you live in the right area. And here they are for you, as opposed to a shark, which is distant, probably for the best, but still, but is distant and has no interest in anything you've ever done. The bear, on the other hand, wants (laughs) to know where you've eaten what you've eaten, and how much of it you ate to see if there's any left for it. And we'll tear your car apart to find it. You're damn right. When we went to Yosemite, I may have told this before, but I don't care. Um, they warn you, like, do not leave food outside your house. Do not leave food in your car. They have uh, sort of throw away your garbage in Yosemite. You have to drive to what is basically a tank of a garbage can, and then it has a carabiner on there to lock it so the bear can't even open the door. Someone said, like, they ran over a ketchup packet. This is one of the stories we heard. Like, they ran over a ketchup packet on the way into the park, and a bear just, like, smelled it on the tires and just destroyed the car looking for ketchup. Wow. Yeah. I mean, they are, once they get the taste for human food, it's insatiable. And I think, maybe, this may be incorrect, but I think once that happens, they have to put the bear down. I think I think that's true. And that's, that's, you know, man, Yosemite is, is one of the best trips I've ever taken. That place mm-hmm. is cool. But it's just sad. Like, these bears, like, oh, my God, I found graham crackers or a, a cheeseburger wrapper. And now I've tasted cheese, and I, and I can't live without it. I look well, same. Well, I mean, well, well the graham crackers are a little ridiculous because a bear won't eat another bear. I mean, Teddy Grahams are off limits. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I don't think just because they're shaped, being shaped like a uh, an animal doesn't make you a, a cannibal. Do they, are there human shaped food? Like if I eat a gingerbread man, it yep. doesn't mean I'm a cannibal now. Uh, I think it kind of does. <laughs> does it? Especially because yes. I'm a ginger. Yes, especially. <laughs> but then again, you don't have a soul, so you don't care. So, good point. 
Good point. Uh, <laughs> this seems like a really good time to talk about our friends at Dr. Squatch, Dr. Squatch Natural Soap Company. Rick, I got it this week. The Chalky Milk. Ooh, new. How is it? Oh, my God. It is a limited edition soap bar. It smells like a Tootsie Roll. So if you can imagine that smell, mm. it was truly difficult. I'm not kidding. It was tough for me to not take a bite. It, it just smells that good. This started as an April Fool's joke, but then Dr. Squatch went and did it. They made the Chalky Milk Bar. And uh, go get yourself one because it smells great. All of these limited edition releases, like the Mars Bar and the Chalky Milk, have been some of my favorites. So go to DrSquatch.com. Browse the website. At the top right corner there, you're going to find the Squatch Quiz. They'll help you find what you need when you check out. Enter that promo code I'm Fat. You'll save 20% on your order and help out the podcast, which is more important for me and Rick. Uh, I also, this week, because I have trouble deciding which squatch I want to use, mm-hmm. I got the the giant soap saver, okay. which it advertises it can hold three. It could definitely hold four if you snuggle, up, snuggle them up nice and close to each other. I needed that for my shower because I just can't decide which bar I want to use day to day. So I've got three lined up in my shower, and I've got the Chalky Milk, I've got the Bay Rum, and I've got the Pine Tar all going in a nice rotation. DrSquatch.com. It's not just soap. They've got hair care kits. I love their shampoo and conditioner. Rick's tried the cologne, the beer oil, the beard mm-hmm. oil. That's awesome, too. Uh, everything at Dr. Squatch is great. It's made in the USA. It's all natural. Invest in yourself. Invest in some high-quality soap. Your skin's going to look better. You're going to feel better and more confident. DrSquatch.com. Promo code I'm fat. Jay, can I tell you my uh, my mask related hack? Yes. So, if I don't have time at you know at a given point to wash my mask, because like the one that I have that I use most often is material and it's a little thicker, and I think I'm just more tolerant to the heat involved, so I can I can you know get away with this one, and I just wa- and I just wash it every so often that. If it starts to smell a little like it needs to get washed, but I don't have time to wash it, friends, all I do is I put on the beard oil and then I put on the mask and my mask smells like I'm drinking bourbon by a lake. I just shove a bunch of soap into my mask. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, whatever process you like for your mask, DrSquatch.com, promo code I'm Fat. I got a yes. bunch of stuff to still to get you, Rick. Yeah, we, we, um, got, a, we got a lot. Uh, I've should, got a hot should... take here. Okay, go for it. Uh, you ready? Okay, so uh, as you know, as some people know, we built a little pop-up pool for Addie this summer because we knew she wasn't going to be able to go to the public pool and she loves swimming. So we got one of those Intex. It's like three feet tall, 12-foot diameter. Took that down because it's not going to be warm enough to swim anymore. Right. Uh, took it down and then filled the space in with a fire pit. Three nights over the last weekend, we've had uh, we've ha- made s'mores. I found these craft jet puffed s'more mallows. Okay, so they're shaped like they're squares. They're shaped like a a perfect shape for a s'more. And you think, wow, this is a great idea. But I'm here to tell you, it doesn't work quite right for a s'more because regardless of how you like your s'more, if you like it charred or if you like it just kind of soft or whatever. I have found that this particular marshmallow, the middle doesn't get done enough. It oh. becomes, it's almost like too firm in the middle. And I know it has to do that probably to maintain the shape. And I'm a guy that lights my marshmallow, lets it burn for about 15, 20 seconds. Then I blow it out. That should be more than enough 
for the middle to get soft. Yeah. And I found that when I put the, the mallow on the s'more and I pull, that sometimes the s'more pulls out and takes the chocolate with it. That's not good. So I'm sticking from here on Sounds out. Sounds dangerous. Just, like there might be some consequences from that. Yeah, you got to be careful when you're pulling out. Always. Do it sooner than you think. Um, but that 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 mallow just does not it does not get soft enough in the middle for me. Uh, so I'm I'm sticking with the regular. That tastes really good. Like if you just want to snack on marshmallows, it's great. Yeah. But as far as it goes for s'mores, and that's what it's designed for, not so great. I am not now great. triggered again because I want my s'more blizzard dairy queen. I'm gonna see if ours has it, and then you can come visit me again. Okay. <laughs> We should have gone. Rick and I had lunch last week at Lassen's true. in Homewood, and we should have gone to DQ. We blew, that, would have, that was a blown opportunity by us. Yeah, it really was. But I did get to, I had had Lassen's one time after we did the point three k Exhausting. Yeah, it really was. By the way, did you see we got sent something? Now, this is 100% producing on the, uh, on the podcast, but someone sent us that there is, and mind you, I didn't look at the details at all so don't know if this is actually feasible for us uh a 0.125k that is i think it's at niu oh well you know i can try beer nuggets yeah oh cheese nuggets bite your tongue beer nuggets, nuggets good too though uh but yes that would be that would be a thing all right look it up i will i'll do I, that yes. i can go 0.125 wait 0.125 or point yeah. Oh, one, two, five. No, point one, two, five. I know it's like 10 <sighs> times further, but I think I think it's set on there. That's like 412 feet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like walk a football in some cha- a football field and some change. I'm going to need some time to train, but yes, I'll do it. Fair enough. OK, I, I will look that up. But uh, the wings at Lassen's, the boneless yeah. wings that I got <laughs> very, very good. Very, very large. And did did you real did you realize at some point the rookie mistake the normie mistake that I made? Uh, aside from ordering fifteen chicken tenders, which is basically what you do when you order fifteen boneless wings at Lassen's. Yeah, uh, so there, there was that, but also <laughs> I didn't walk away with my leftover wings. You didn't? No, you ass. They just sat there. They just sat there. Oh, that's shameful. I hope somebody. I mean, I doubt anybody ate them because of COVID concerns, but I would. I wish somebody did because. I didn't do anything to them and except by being a dummy and not eating them on the spot or bringing them with. Oh, man, that is a huge. Uh, that's a yeah, lot that's of a food fail. you left behind. I know it was that's like seven meal. of them. Yeah. So, yeah, if you don't know Lassen's and it makes sense that you don't if you don't live in Homewood. But if you do go now and they might still be there. <laughs> They're still sitting there just covered in bees. <laughs> I'm covered in bees. Uh, 2131 183rd Street in Homewood. Lassen's is like the place that everyone in Homewood goes all the time great wings great burgers great food and they're doing an awesome job with covid like taking your temperature when you come in Mm -hmm. super distant seating hand sanitizer on every table they're protecting their servers they're doing a great job but as far as wings go boneless or otherwise i had just a hankering for just bone-in wings when me and rick had lunch and i got eight and we got the tater tots and how perfect are the tots man they are we talked about that last week it's just as far as as sides go that is the best mm-hmm. they're amazing it's really hard to screw up tots and theirs are just yeah even in the tot world their tots are very high on the list well and then the meal ends and rick's like hey i got something for you in the car and i'm like what what's happening um but it was just a, a two boxes of walgreens brand i think it's the nice brand mm-hmm. marshmallow pumpkins which are my favorite rick i have to say 
this brand, the nice brand, is way better than Brock's. Really? These were the best marshmallow pumpkins I've had. These are tremendous. Wow. And uh, I and the other thing about it is I keep grabbing handfuls and then going back, and there's still a bunch left. Yeah, it's like those, they're multiplying. Those, yeah, those were not small, like, tubs. They were pretty tall tubs. I was surprised because, like, I saw them. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll get one for Jay. And then I saw them. I forget what the price was, but I saw them and I thought it was cheap. So I'm like, okay, I'll get them too. Yeah. Well, I still have a box and a half and I've been eating them a lot. Nice. So yeah, th- those are great. The 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 Walgreens brand uh, marshmallow pumpkins, if you're into such things, very good. By the way, we talked about the caramel apple ones last week. Mm-hmm. They're fine. I still have a bunch left though. And I'm, meh. Yeah. you know, I'll get to them, I guess. Yeah. I do want to give a, we have one shout out to give this week and we, uh, we saw this on social media and it's quite possibly the most Wisconsin possible thing to happen. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, my man, Ralph RJ Cerna Jr. was wearing his Ray Nitschke jersey at Culver's <laughs> with his girlfriend who God, I don't remember right. I don't remember if she was wearing pajama pants or jeans, but if she was wearing pajama pants, it'd be quite perfect. Uh, she is April Masterson, and he proposed to her, which is adorable, at the Culver sign and worked with the restaurant to put a message on their board or on their, you know, like street sign. So congrats to the happy couple. That is going to be getting married. I can only assume Culver's is catering this thing. I can only assume it's happening in the drive-thru. Like that, would that be a thing where like he is actually, he orders her. She is inside. Like what, what would it be? Her dad takes the order and then has to walk her out as he (laughs) comes out towards the second window. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> what, what, we got, we got, what's what's so the stupid? What, what's the what's the Chicago equivalent of this uh, <laughs> of this moment? Oh my god! Is you that... gotta wear your your your. Is it a Ditka jersey or a Butkus jersey? It's one of the two. Ooh, probably Ditka. And then would it be at like uh, Lou Malnati's or whatever? They got the ring stuffed in the pepperoni or something like that. Not, yeah, that's the classiest of the of the uh, yeah of those. So yeah, let's go. Uh, let's go with Lou's. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's amazing. Oh my god! And the fa- and then like just, he has. I almost thought it was su- fake. I thought the photo was fake. Seriously, when I saw it. so did I. His his hair is super long too. It's like so a mullet. It's, yeah, it's yeah. It was a yeah beyond Pat Manley levels of mullet. I mean, that went from mullet to like Kid Rock pretty quick. And he's got the uh, dirt stash and the mm-hmm. Oakleys, too. You know, the uh, yep. the very edgy, um, the aerodynamic Oakleys to go with. He's got the whole yes, thing going the on. The stereotypical social media Oakleys that you see quite often. <laughs> yes. The, the starter <laughs> kit yes. meme. Yes it's, yes. it's all those. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, that, I wonder, so, though, is, 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 is Malnati's a Chicago? I'm struggling with this. Like, what's a Chicago chain? Maybe Portillo's? Like, what is nationwide? Yeah, pro- probably Portillo's is a fair comp. That's yeah, probably that's, it. That's probably about right. Yeah. Uh, by the way, speaking of... Uh, by the way, that'd be the, that'd be the shortest ceremony ever with all the people they always have outside expediting everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I saw this in the trip, and I just looked this up as we were talking because I forgot to mention it. Uh, there was a... The Daily Meal came out with a list of a, the 101 best pizzas in America 
Six from Chicago made the list. Only six? Guesses? I know I'm surprised only six, but they probably want to keep it, you know, somewhat fair. Uh, well, you mentioned Melnati, so I assume that's one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say Pequods has to be high on that list. Pequods is number two in the nation. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would assume number they'll probably have number one be some like New York slice place, which it is was a new fine. it's a place in New Haven. Okay. Yeah. Um The rest you might not know. Vito okay. and Nick's I was on gonna the say south I wasn't side. sure how, how local we're getting versus more big time. So okay. Yeah, so Vito and Nick's made it. I still say Rosangelo is better than Vito and Nick's and people who've tried it agree. Um Bonchi in Rome, Illinois was number 82 okay you mentioned Melnati's. that was number 22 uh peace was on the top 10 and then i'm giving you these out of order because i'm reading it uh rosso pizzeria napolitana uh comes in at number 27 so okay. those are the six that made it from chicago um pretty good i mean pequod's to finish number two in a nation is solid mm-hmm. it, oh you know that's kind of a it's not a super well-known. I think that's a place like locals really know. I don't think tourists come to Chicago and say, I have to try Pequod's. So that's noteworthy for them. Right. That is. But I think Pequod's is the number one. If you ask any local, the Correct. place to get to where I think it's actually getting more notoriety now because it's like the default one when you ask the locals. So I think it's getting a little bit more pub than we probably would think. But still. That's a huge accomplishment for Pequods and a tip of the cap to them. But I, I completely forgot to, to mention this pre-show too. My mom had never had lose until was it? No, not last week, the week, the week before when I went over to my mom's house. So usually I go over to my mom's once a week. I end up doing laundry so I don't have to pay for it in my building. And also I get to see my brothers and my mom while well, one brother's working. The other one went out with a friend uh, who he knew he wasn't going to get to see for a while. So it's just me and my mom there. And I was like, do you want to try something different? And she's like, oh, I kind of got a hankering for pizza. So I brought up stuff in the area. And she's like, yeah, I've never had that. So I was like, okay. Wow. So she, but she did, and she didn't want deep dish. So we got the lose thin crust. Really good. Yeah. And, okay. So my, my hack for the lose thin crust, I don't think it has quite enough cheese. So I could, yeah, I could see that. So I got the loose thin crust with extra cheese. And then just like she got her toppings on one side, I got mine on the other. And she was blo- obviously blown away by the crust. She's oh, normally so good. Yeah, because she's normally she's a sauce person. Like if a place doesn't have good sauce, she's generally out. And Lou's doesn't have the most sauce in the world. But the crust is so good. It makes it made up the difference. And she loved it. I assume, Rick, you've had Paisano's on Madison right by work, right? Yes. Yeah, that, I, there's some connection between Paisano's and Lou's. I don't know if it was like a family. I don't want to say something happened or I don't know. I don't know if it's like good or bad or cordial or whatever, but there is some sort of relation, and the pizza there is very similar. The thin crust especially at Paisano's. I love Paisano's, by the way. That place is awesome. Um, there's some relation there. So if you're looking for the similar crust and you're right downtown, Madison and Michigan, like just west of Michigan, uh, is Paisano's Pizza, which is great. All right. We got one more thing before we get to ask fact questions. Yes. uh, Because I know we're going long. On Twitter this week, Joe Ostrowski, host of The Score, friend of the podcast, uh, he posted a picture of different 
ways to, uh, bacon's been cooked. And essentially, it's just like from most flimsy being one all the way to six, which is burnt to a crisp and shriveled and right. said, uh, give me four. Right. He, something to the effect of basically give me four. Uh, can I get can I get verification here? I'm fat podcast. I replied, yes, four, which is just slightly like crispy ish. It's like right in the middle. Yeah, right in the middle was really good. I said, that's the, you can take that. You can take three, which is just, you know, a little less crispy than that. Or you have to find a new cook because <laughs> anything too flimsy and not cooked enough or the, where you're pretty much it's I don't know, not a it's like, hockey, you know, like you sliced off part of a hockey puck. That's yeah. not good. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you, too. Like, the two extremes I could live without, I really don't like it overly, like, overdone, well done, not a fan. I'll eat flimsy bacon. I, I think that there's a place for all of it. But if we're talking about a traditional side of bacon, here's how it should be to me. I should be able to hold the piece of bacon up, and it doesn't bend. Mm-hmm. But it should also have some crunch to it. Yes. And, and some softness. Like, it should be both textures, but it's got to be sturdy enough to hold up straight but soft enough to where it's not like a like a shattering sound when I bite it. Yeah. And that's that's the trick. To get that sweet spot is tough. And I know if we're talking about thicker cuts of bacon, there's obviously going to be like a little bit of a wilt to it. It's not going to it's not going to be perfectly straight, but as long as it's firm enough to not just flop over when I'm holding it, I'm I'm happy. I'm good. And that's what she said. Oh, one more little thing to mention by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh if you like such things, the carne asada is back at Chipotle. PSA. Beep, beep, beep. I didn't love it, honestly. Yeah. I did not love the carne asada. I like the steak better, but I know a lot of people liked it, so it's back. There's your PSA for the day. Should we ask some fats? Let's do it. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I- I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change. Like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm. Is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir. Mm. Yeah, I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. First question is from Jason. Is Shane Reardon a fat? In terms of the pod's definition, his food looks looks too pretty for a fat meal. That's a good question. Also, physically, well, Shane physically is a he's little not. Yeah, well, he's a bit of an enigma. He's got his face appears fat, true-ish, maybe mm-hmm. because of the beard, right? It, it adds a little bit of uh, mass to his face. Yeah, I wouldn't say he's skinny or a normie, but he's kind of. I would say stocky. You wouldn't say that guy's fat. You wouldn't look at, at, at Shane and say he's fat. But I, I will I will bestow upon him the, a, a fat moniker. Yes, I think I think he's worthy of being called a fat uh, only because of the way he loves to prepare food and uh, the kind of food we all like to eat. He's mm-hmm. not like, a, oh, I want a, you know, a, a roasted artichoke with a No, it's meat. It's meat, 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 more meat. So I, I will bestow upon Shane the title of fat, yes. Wow, okay. Even though I don't think his body is fat, right? it will he be has, He has enough fat-like tendencies 
Yes, I think so. I I think, okay, I think that's fair. And he'll be fat eventually. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) All right, I got one here from Blake. He says, if you were a superhero named Fat Man or Fat Girl, what would your superpower be? My version of Fat Man would use nacho cheese the way Frozone rides ice waves in The Incredibles. That's <laughs> From Blake, that's a.k.a. Nacho Cheese Man. That's that's a really good call. Yeah, the wave of nacho cheese is really solid. I like and, the I like the um, it could either be a sausage or a hot dog that like for someone on a car can like, you know, or a skateboard, you know, like a skateboard, something like that can really uh, trip them up. That's part of it. I like that. I'm going to say like Superman has like the heat vision. Yes. My eyes can deep fry anything. <laughs> like I can just look at a food product and deep fry it with my eyes. And I don't know if I'd have to actually shoot hot oil out of my eyes. It's maybe very unpleasant. Right. <laughs> but at the end, it's worth it, my friend. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's mine. Okay. There's got to be I, uh, maybe having like razor sharp pizza edges from tavern style pizza. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, like as a throwing weapon. Mm-hmm. It's like I've been impaled by a crust. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. I think I, I like that one more than the sausage one. I'm going with that. Also, right, then I have pizza. Yeah, we can't go wrong. You, well, you have to eat. See, the, the, the beauty of that is you've got to eat tavern style pizza to get your arsenal ready. Right. So wh- whoever, you know, Fat Alfred is, I guess it'd be Fat Albert, would get your, your weapons collection ready in the fat cave. Anybody go to go fight crime, and then you gotta just eat all of a pizza except the crust, which is tough, tough to resist. But you have to do it for the betterment of society. That's true, and it's tavern style, so we're resisting the stereotypes to have it be you know deep dish. So it's also right. kind of a PSA about Chicago. Thank all, you. All right, this one from Matt: Would the McDonald's spicy nuggets win the spicy chicken sandwich war if they made it bigger? Mm, I say no. Yeah, we. Who are the contestants in the spicy chicken sandwich war? I'm gonna. If we're going by fast food restaurants, Culver's, Chick Fil A, BK, etc., I don't think so because I think that that cut of meat in a McNugget any thicker might be gross. Yeah, that's that's a big part of it for me. Yeah. So I, I'm. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it would. Uh, I had the Culver's one last night at first time in quite a while. And that's still really good. I'll still take, I would take this if it even tastes really similar. And it's just that texture thing. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would still take Popeye's over it. So yeah, I, I'm, that's a no, that's a no for me, dog. Okay. Um, got one here from Mark Allen Fishman, who is the artist who came up with our I'm fat podcast logo. Thanks, Mark. He is uh, Mark Allen Fishman of Unshaven Comics. Their question of the week last week on their Facebook page pitted Funyuns, Doritos, Cheetos, and Fritos in a death match. What do you think, Rick? Funyuns, Doritos, Cheetos, or Fritos? I think this one's easy for me. I think it's pretty easy for me, and I go Doritos. Yeah, same here. I don't think there's much contest. I think second place would be Fritos because of their versatility. Mm-hmm. They can Agreed. be used as a chili topping, etc. Yeah, because like uh, Cheetos' biggest advantage is how dirty it makes your hands, but in a war against other chips, that doesn't matter. Right. Yep. Yeah. I th- yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, We're on the same page. And, and Funyuns are just kind of there. So eh. no, I, I need to try those again. Yeah, people it's, keep talking. It's been a hot minute since I've had them. 
And I saw there's flaming Hot uh, Funyuns, too, which interests me. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, this one is from at McRiblove on Twitter. With the new Travis Scott meal promo at McDonald's, the fast food universe is seeing barbecue sauce as a dipping option for fries. I've been dipping my fries in barbecue sauce for the better part of 30 years. Also highly recommended for onion rings. Your thoughts? I agree. Onion rings and barbecue sauce are great because I don't like the traditional onion ring dip, which is mayo-based, so I'm out on that like automatically. Yeah, barbecue sauce is good. I do like onion rings and ketchup. I think it depends on the on the onion ring too which is kind of strange to say but if it's more of a fast food um i don't know would it be like a panko-ish kind of batter you would say like on a burger king yeah onion ring as opposed to your typical hot dog joint that's got like a a batter mm-hmm. like a battered onion ring or you can i think the batter one even are... think of it like uh like red robin versus like chilies or something yeah i think the battery kinds are better with ketchup and the ones that have a more um, stable breading are better with barbecue sauce. I have been dipping. Not that I think about these things a lot. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, I've been dipping fries and barbecue sauce for a long, long time. I am with at McRiblove on this one. It's probably been since I've been eating fries almost or like really consciously had the option to have barbecue sauce. I mean. When I was little, bar- I was using barbecue sauce in lieu of like any other condiment for pretty much anything. And I think for a while it was kind of shtick just to piss my mom off. <laughs> like uh, we would have tortilla chips and I'm like, nope, barbecue sauce. Get your Ooh. salsa out of here. I don't even remember it being that great, but I just did it because I wanted to. Just to be a jerk. Yep. So I'm always that. I'm always here for using barbecue sauce if you need a condiment for pretty much anything. All right. On the topic of condiments, we have a question here from Andy. She says, which is better for cheese fries? Cheese poured on top or in a separate dipping container? Always separate dipping container. See, I'm with you, except for in the case of, well, the dearly departed Junior's hot dogs and now Don's hot dogs, which I blew up with my mind somehow. Yep. They serve cheese fries in a cup like you get like a soda, a pop cup. Mm-hmm. And they put the fries in there and then just fill the, the cup with cheese. Somehow that's different for me than like just pour it on top because every fry is equally distributed in cheese. But typically, if I'm getting cheese fries, I'm dipping. Yeah, I also don't like the race against the clock aspect of it either. Right. So I would rather be able to keep the crispiness of a fry, deep, dip each one individually. That's the perfect world for me. So like when... um. When I didn't have a car for a while and there'd be times where I would be door dashing in some fry the coop, my two sides would be fries and fries. So I would get the cheese fries as one of them. Same. And, uh, (laughs) and you know, have that, have that cup of cheese. So the nice crispiness of those fries stayed throughout and I got to have the greatness of the cheese with it. I don't feel like I'm losing anything. Like that's part of my thing that I've mentioned before with nachos. Is like by the time you get to the end, you don't want those chips anyway because they're ba- they barely exist. Now, what? How much of this do we have to factor in? Uh, the fact that both of us prefer to stay clean while eating, I think that plays a role too. But I will say, when I see someone get fries 
and then just like squirt ketchup on it, like rows of ketchup on the fries. That makes me like it looks yep. disgusting. It yes. smells bad. I like ketchup. I like fries. I like fries and ketchup. But when I see someone pre ketchup their fries, that is the grossest thing ever. Yep. No. I'm with you. Hard pass. Thank you. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. This one is from IMZ on Twitter. Uh, I love cold pizza. What I would consider cheap pizza is in parentheses, Marcos or Little Caesars okay. tastes better the next day when it's cold. Who do you believe has the best cold pizza? Are, are, so are we limited to chains to cheap pizza? It sounds like it, yeah. which is good because I'm just going to say Los Angeles again. Um, Shocking. I had some today. It was delicious. Mm. Um, Marco's cold is pretty good. I'm trying to think like we so rarely have leftovers when we get cheap pizza. Yeah. Just because we get it because it's cheap. So we usually get the one that we know we're going to finish and that's the end of it. Um, oh, you know what? I've been talking about the new Domino. I don't know how new it is. It's over a year old, but whatever. The Domino's pan pizza. Mm-hmm. I had some of that leftover cold, and that was still really good. So I'll go with that one. Okay. I'll go with, I still think even just like a hand-tossed uh, Pizza Hut is pretty solid because they have a good amount of sauce, and their sauce is still solid when it's cold. You know, like some sauces, maybe it's consistency. I don't know. It's just not as good when it's cold, but theirs is. I do want to give one shout out to a local one. Uh, I think Beggar's Pizza is ranks higher, much higher as a cold pizza than it does as a hot pizza. Interesting. Maybe that there's always kills my stomach because there's so much cheese and toppings. Yeah. Well, Jay, I don't know if you know this, but uh, they lay it on thick. I've heard that. Yes. So when they were when we had White Sox games at the score and Beggar's was one of the title sponsors, Every Friday road game, they would send like three big pizzas over to the station. So it would be there all weekend generally. So I would have, you know, like two or three helpings of beggars over the course of a weekend. And I had it cold a couple times. And I was like, huh, this is like a solid, uh, warm pizza. It is a legitimately good cold pizza. All right. I'm done with that. Uh, by the way, Pizza Hut has been marketing. I saw yesterday during the beer scheme, uh, the original pan pizza, like the one you used to get at your birthday parties, mm-hmm. you know, when you would go there and eat, drink out of the red cups and that whole sensory experience of eating a Pizza Hut with all your friends. Yep. They brought back like that old style logo with like the little, I don't know what you call it, like a little, I'll call it like a mullet on the letters. Yes. <laughs> and it just, the nostalgia of that old logo and the pizza in that pan Made me want that so badly. And what's great is Hope loves Pizza Hut. That's her favorite crappy pizza place. Okay. So had we not had Los Angeles on Saturday, we almost definitely would have gotten Pizza Hut yesterday. But this week, at some point, Pizza Hut's happening. Um, all right, I've got two more. Okay. Uh, this one comes from Mike. He says, the weather this week is supposed to turn cold and wet, so it's officially chili season. Construct your favorite bowl of chili. Beans, Texas style, green, Fritos, sour cream, how do you like it? Have a good week. Um, I am a traditionalist when it comes to chili. I like all of them, but if I'm going to go with my perfect bowl, give me thick, spicy chili with beans, 
give me the um i like the shredded cheddar but like thick shreds Mm -hmm. if you're in your target or your store there's a brand called tillamook that has perfectly shredded cheese for chili and then give me a little bit different i don't know everybody does this but oyster crackers yeah oyster crackers in there uh which i don't like really in any other format in any any other way but oyster crackers in a thick spicy bowl of traditional chili that's perfect for me but i'll try like i'll if you make chili i'm going to try it because chances are it's gonna be meaty it's gonna be spicy it's gonna taste really good so i'll try it all but if i'm going with you know i i go with the standard style ground beef with beans make it as spicy as you can cheddar and oyster crackers boom that's perfect for me and now i want chili damn it okay this is gonna sound really bad and hurt my credibility what's considered texas style chili um that's a good question i didn't know that either so i don't judge you either Hold i'm on. gonna look it up yeah let's let's to do the this. internet texas style chili. i just typed in texas style and got seven thousand results there we go <laughs> chili that right, could be a lot of it? problematic things okay so just based on the photos texas style looks like what i'm talking about okay yeah okay here it is this is from houseofyum.com mm. what is texas chili Texas chili, or what Texans refer to as Texas red, is a chili made of meat, no beans allowed, and loaded up with spices for a super flavor- flavorful dish. While all Texans can agree that there's no beans in chili, they are pretty well split on if there's tomatoes in chili or not. Okay, give me the old Texas style then, because I don't need beans in my chili. Okay, I used to be that way too, and then the beans grew on me, and I like that they add a little bit of... Uh thickness and texture to it mm-hmm. but i'm i don't judge anybody for not liking beans that's totally fine now this texas style sounds really good yes tomatoes eh, yeah i'm not uh. so sure about tomatoes and it it sounds like they can't truly decide if uh if that's the way it should go but i'm looking at these recipes and i'm gonna make chili this week i think i'm gonna try this this looks really really good i'm down i'm down for some texas style chili because i want it spicy that's one of the problems i feel like i can never get chili spicy enough Yep. When I'm trying them at like, and I know when you go to like a chili fest or whatever, they're not going to try to kill you with that thing. Unless but, it's the Simpsons. <laughs> all right. Got to drink the candle to coat your tongue. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I've got one more. I know you got to, do you have a couple more? I think, right? Uh, I have one more. So, perfect. Okay. This one's from Mailman Jack. Hello, Jack. Maxwell Street Foods. What's your favorite? Hmm. Is it is it a cop out to just say hot dog? Is that I don't know. No, I don't. I because that's probably mine too. I mean, I haven't had Maxwell Street that often. So it's the Polish. It's the pork chop sandwich. Right. The pork chop sandwich is really good. That's good. I guess if we're gonna say specific to Maxwell Street stuff, I would say the pork chop sandwich. All right, last one. This is from my cousin Ben, who uh, is going under his 18th brain surgery. That's true. 18. Godspeed. Ben Zawaski, still one of the greatest and happiest people I know. So think about Ben. Um, if you're interested in a fundraiser, hit me up. I've got a way. Um, what is your Ben's favorite? Owaski. He is. He definitely is Owaski. There's no doubt about that. Um, but it works with all of us, by the way. Uh, what's your favorite healthy, air quotes, food that you like to eat way too much of, which in turn makes it unhealthy? Um, I was thinking about this as I was looking ahead to it, and it's got to be... I think most people would consider pretzels a healthy snack, right? Like that uh, would qualify as healthy. Like it's not healthy-ish. fattening. It's just, yeah. 
I could eat half a bag of pretzels in my like in my sleep. Yep. Like, that, that's part of the problem. Absolutely. I'm trying to think of what else it would be though. Like if I I, ate... I had one recently. Uh, What's I hadn't that? had this in forever. Uh, Italian ice. Is that, that healthy? Might... Uh, I mean, it's. I think it's one of those where if you're going for something cold as like a dessert option, okay, it's one of the healthier fair. options. So I don't know how good it actually is for you, but uh, we got a thing of it was like a ten pack of the you know like the little cups of them. Oh, Luigi's, right? Yeah, yeah, Luigi's, yeah. and they were gone pretty quick. So yeah, those will go. Yeah. That'll do that. I'm trying to think of what else it would be like. I guess I could eat a ton of grapes. But I don't think it gets to a point where it becomes unhealthy, right? So I think Ben putting the quotes around healthy protects me from my pretzels pick. And I think yep. it qualifies. Yeah, family's Sweet. always looking out for family and stuff. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, wow, we're like almost, I mean, you know, once we do uh, editing and stuff, it won't be right at an hour. But at least in terms of recording, we are like right at the one hour mark. So I think that's a good spot to stop for the day great time to stop and we've got your uh feedback episode coming up soon so get those questions in i'm fat pod at gmail.com facebook.com slash i'm fat pod or what am i forgetting twitter.com slash i'm fat pod we're available pretty much everywhere send in your questions we'll get them answered on our uh feedback show which will be simulcasted on hot mic we'll give you information as the uh day comes near Mm -hmm. but in the meantime Go to your app store, download the Hot Mic app, and when you sign up, use that promo code I'mFat. That will help us out, and it will connect you to us as soon as we go live. Uh, really cool. You can watch Rick and I do the podcast. It's a lot of fun, and we'll answer all your questions. And we'll have a chat there, too. So if you haven't thought of anything ahead of time, you can throw it in the chat and get your question asked. Really a good time on Hot Mic. So make sure you download that app and use that promo code I'mFat. And also check out the T Public store if you have not gotten any I'm Fat podcast merchandise or swag, if you will, as the kids like to call it. Mm-hmm. It's right there for you. We got the Patreon. $5 a month gets you a sticker. $20 gets you a shirt. Any amount helps. We appreciate it all as it helps to you know push us to give you better content and different stuff that it allows us to do. So the end, of course, what you can always do, subscribe, as I hope. Most, if not all of you have uh, rate the podcast. A lot of you have, and we really appreciate that and give us a review because just like with anything else, the more people who haven't heard of us see good reviews, maybe the more likely they are to listen and embrace their inner or outer fat. And one more thing I want to mention before we wrap up, I have physical copies of my Blackhawks books book, the big 50, the men and moments that made the Chicago Blackhawks. It's not out until November 10th on Amazon or your bookstore coming this week. I'll have information on how you can order a signed copy for me that I can ship out soon. You can have it way ahead of release. Stay tuned for those details. I'm working out uh, the best and fairest way to do that, but I've got a stash of my own here that I'm able to ship out. Now the good people at triumph books have given me clearance to sell these before release date because I won't have many chances to do your traditional book signings like I would in normal times air quotes. So if you want one, hold tight. I'm going to tweet out how you can get a copy uh, probably later this week. And that's at jayzawaski 675 Yes, thank you for saying the thing I should have said. Thank yes. you, Ray. That's what I'm here for. All right. And also, obviously, check out our sponsor, Dr. Squatch. Yes. For Jay, I'm Rick, and this is the I'm Fat Podcast. All right. I think we got a lot accomplished here today. <laughs> 
This week at Macy's, discover big savings on fashion and home essentials. Keep warm and stay on trend with specials on coats for him and her, 60 to 65% off. Get 25% off women's shoes for any weather. And refresh your space with select Charter Club bedding and bath collections, now 50% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Today on News 4 at 4. It's one of the most anticipated lists of the year. Consumer Reports' top new vehicle picks. Susan Hogan is working for you, showing you the safest, most reliable cars for your money. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Many kids in our area are back to in-person learning, and we are helping you keep them safe in the classroom. We're working for you. Small steps you can take at home to protect them at school and expert advice to ease anxiety for you and the kids. This week on News 4 Today on NBC4.